0: What's the worst experience you've had with a toilet? Not me, but a friend of mine. A group of us all decided to go on a camping trip with our respective significant others. His girlfriend tells him she will not go unless they have a toilet, so he goes out and buys a portable chemical toilet. He also buys a new tent for them to use and retire the old tent to be the bathroom. He sets the toilet up in town on the valley floor fills up the fill tank with the blue chemical fluid. He tests it to make sure it works properly. The operation is simple. You pull a lever which opens a flap in the bottom of the toilet. The evidence is dropped through the flap and a second valve drops fluid down the sides of the toilet into the open flap, flushing all remaining evidence into the lower tank. The flap then returns to its original position, creating a nice airtight seal, preventing the contents of lower tank from disturbing your precious sensibilities. We drove all the way up to the top of the mountain and set up camp. We have a fun day of eating camp food, drinking beer, and having fun. It's now probably close to midnight and pitch black. My friend is the first one to need to use the new bathroom with the new 20th century chemical toilet. He excuses himself and proceeds to thoroughly test the storage capacity of the upper bowl. He pushes the lever to open the flap to the lower sealed tank and immediately he gets a lesson on air pressure displacement as the 7,000 or so feet higher elevation has resulted in a much higher pressure inside the waste tank than the air outside. There also appears to be a slurry of liquid and solid waste between escaping air and victim. What we hear around the campfire is a loud phwoomp followed by the friends screaming, oh god, oh god, oh crap, no! Of course, being the good friends we are, we rushed to his aid with him yelling, Don't come in here! Don't come in here! Many wet naps were used that night. A midnight creek river bath and years of teasing came from that night. That was the last camping trip for that tent. It was retired. The toilet, however, still is used, but the reason for the little screw valve on the side was learned by all. In conclusion, pressure difference in camping toilet became crap fountain. I wonder if, on deliberation, his partner would have just preferred crapping in the woods like the other campers do. I've never used one of these devices, and now I'm not sure I ever would. Was at Target one day, shopping for groceries and whatnot. I then got that feeling, you know, when you've got to take a dump. I rushed to the nearest bathroom and unleashed the beast. Mind you, this Target only had one bathroom, and it was a bathroom where only one person could be there at a time. I thought it would be a quick crap, but it turned out I was wrong, and it would not stop coming out. This goes on for about 10-15 to 15 minutes, and then I hear knocking on the door. It was a lady that said, My son really has to use the bathroom, would you please hurry up? I couldn't really respond to her because of all the pain I was feeling, so I basically moaned and grunted at her. After about three minutes, I hear a kid screaming, Mommy! And I could probably tell it was the mother's son. Hearing this, I knew I needed to hurry up, so I forced myself to squeeze out the extremities faster. As soon as it's done, I whip fast as possible. The worst part is that when I tried to flush the toilet, it clogged. So about three quarters of the toilet bowl is filled with crap, pee, and toilet paper. Scared, I wash my hands and make a run for the door, then to my car. When I exit the bathroom, I notice a little boy crying and his mum saying things like, Frick, damn, crap, etc. Turns out the kid crapped himself because I was taking such a long time. It was awkward when I was walking back to my car since the woman's car was right next to mine and she was carrying him to the car so the kid could go home and change. In conclusion, made a kid crap himself after taking a humongous crap myself. Here you go, my worst toilet experience. I have issues. I'm painfully shy, very nervous of things a lot of the time, and I get highly anxious about some things, particularly going to the loo. I find it really awkward to go to the bathroom in an unfamiliar house, even more so with unfamiliar people. When I was at university, I was the only girl living in a house with a group of boys. I was quite nervous about crapping. I mean, males tend to have a kind of idea of females that they don't do crap or something, and that they think that when they do, it's pink and pebble-like. Anyhow, one evening I went to the toilet, didn't put the light on, and the pull cord for the light was outside the bathroom. So I made the decision on my way that I wouldn't use the light. It was early evening in autumn, so it was light-ish. I could see, but it was dim and shadowy. I only had to pee, so it wasn't a huge problem. Only, it was a problem because then I ended up pooing. I was supposed to be going food shopping with one of my housemates and here I was, pooing. I was getting a little anxious that he was waiting downstairs and the time I was taking would be a firm indicator that I was more than peeing. I quickly finished up and was about to leave the bathroom when I thought to myself that I should maybe double check the toilet was clean before I left. Having no light meant it was very hard to see if there were any stains. I used my phone to light up the toilet and saw the biggest poo ever. Seriously, it was taking up half the toilet and was wedged into the U-bend. I panicked. I flushed, but it didn't move. Didn't budge. Now I was getting really flustered. Downstairs, housemates would have definitely heard a double flush. It still hadn't gone. I couldn't risk a third flush. A third flush would be far more humiliating than dealing with it using an alternate method. At least I thought so. Not sure how I convinced myself of that, but in blind panic and toilet embarrassment, I did. I convinced myself that I had no other option but to lift it out. I did not tell myself to wrap my hand in toilet paper. In went the hand. I got a firm grip on the log and Sue learned that there is no gripping a poo. It can't be done. It began to disintegrate in my hand. But I managed to sort of flip it into the sink where it landed in two chunks with a wet thud slap and left opaque brown stains all over the sink. Here I will add that I definitely should have just broken it up and flushed it. But I was panicking so bad. I could feel my heart pumping and I was sweating and my breathing was stalling. My whole body was shaking and felt like jelly. It was like a negative adrenaline. So what do you do when you have a sink covered in crap stains and two huge chunks of crap sat there waiting to be disposed of? You mash it down the sink. You run the tap until the water is scalding hot and you proceed to mash the poo into the plug hole as it disintegrates, only it blocks the plug hole. Now the sink is filling up and you have a crap plug in the bottom of the sink of burning water and you have to unblock it. So you shove your hand in, burning yourself while you're trying like crazy to scoop the crap out of the little plug holes. All the while you hear your housemate shouting up the stairs, Hey, Susie, are you okay? Are you ready to go? Oh, crap. Literally. Suddenly, the panic reaches a new level. The housemate is coming up the stairs, the door to your crap sauna is at the top of those very stairs, and you know that the steam in this room is the most foul-smelling steam that could ever be, and soon it will have leaked under the door to the top of the stairs he's walking up. You grab bleach, soap, shampoo, shower gel, and start squirting it under the hot tap, trying like hell to make normal-smelling steam. Ah, I'm in the shower! I thought I'd need a shower! It might save time! What the frick was that excuse? Anyhow, the seam is now pooey and perfumed and sickening. The poo is almost mashed away, but the last few bits are not leaving. If you've never manhandled crap, it has a texture like no other. It feels a bit like when you start kneading bread just after adding the warm water and it's warm and sticky. Maybe it's seeded bread. There's definitely a slight coarseness to crap. Mainly, it's the stickiness that is a hassle, and the smell. Obviously, it sticks like melted chocolate and dough combined into a sticky, thick nightmare. You force the last few nuggets down the sink and start trying to wash your hands. The smell will not leave, will not budge. After ten minutes of scrubbing and soaping and crying and sitting because your legs will no longer support you, you decide to do the walk of shame. Exit the bathroom, tell your housemate that you were sick in the shower and it took some cleaning up. Remember suddenly, thanks to Beethoven, that tomato juice gets rid of skunk smell and wonder if it will get rid of poo smell. Set off to the supermarket in new hope of getting rid of the smell. The biggest oh crap came in the toilet roll aisle when my housemate says, oh, this reminds me, I did the biggest crap ever earlier. It wouldn't flush, I just had to leave it. It wasn't even my own crap. I'd known this guy for three weeks and had already gotten up to my elbows in his crap, all because it felt weird pooing in an unfamiliar environment. That flatmate's gonna try and take a dump at least three times before he leaves the house from now on. Yep, this incident will scar her for life. He will constantly go to the bathroom before he does anything, really. Holy crap, I must have been that kid. I thought this would be a funny topic to do, and it very much is. However, it's also making me pause to gag intermittently. So a mixed bag, in summary. A mixed bag of poo, pee, and my spew. Here's another one. I was pooping in a train toilet. I thought it was locked. My country's train toilets use electronical locks. You push a button and it's supposed to be locked. But it wasn't. Some young, good-looking lady walked right in. I was confused and didn't know what to say. One, because I was crapping, and two, because she was a fine-looking woman. So what came from my mouth joyfully was, Tickets, please. And then the door closed automatically. I have Hirschsprung's disease, which basically means I was born without the muscles that move poop through the intestines. Basically, when I have to poop, there's no holding it in for a while. I have maybe five minutes before I crap myself. So I have many, many poop stories. My favorite happened when I was about 10. I went over to a friend's house, whose mother was a teacher at the school we went to, for the night. Since she's a girl and I'm a boy, we couldn't sleep in the same room, so I had to sleep in her older brother's room, who was about 16. Right before it was time for bed, my friend's mum said not to use the bathroom in the brother's room. I definitely didn't hear this, probably because we were playing Legos or something. Anyway, about 2am, I feel the need and rush to the closest bathroom, her brother's bathroom. I left the beefiest, runny crap I have ever crapped in that poor, poor toilet. There's three funny parts to this story. First, there was no water in the bowl. Crap, there was no water in the whole bathroom. Second, everyone knew not to use that bathroom, the door was always shut, so the smell slipped under the nasal radar for like three days and the contents of the bowl hardened into poop steel. Lastly, her mum asked me at school if I knew anything about them needing to replace a certain toilet in a certain forbidden bathroom. That's amazing. I worked in a display suite for new apartments. The toilets were always dry. One Saturday morning, we opened up the display to the most foul stench I've ever smelled. It was the middle of summer, and the display suite was all glass with a tin roof so it heated up like a sauna. Trying to find the source of the smell, we realized that someone had crapped in the display toilet last weekend, despite there being no toilet paper or water in the toilet, and being too embarrassed or inconsiderate to tell anybody. So for a week in the middle of Australian summer, this turd sat there festering. It was rancid. The worst part was, because it was in a working environment, it was a biohazard. The company I worked for was too cheap to professionally deal with the issue, so the cleaners tried to vacuum it out, blowing hot poo air out the back of the vacuum, only making the smell worse. It took weeks to get out, and now we seal the toilets shut. Typically, I won't drop a deuce anywhere but my own house, but one time I was at my new girlfriend's house, and the situation was dire. I was getting sweaty fighting it. My stomach was making the sound that there were radioactive gases brewing and I knew I didn't have time to get all the way home. So instead, thinking that I have the bowels of a normal person, I went to the bathroom and destroyed that toilet. Even with the fan on, I'm positive she heard it as if I recorded it for her on my phone. Finally, it was over. I flush and it clogs. I spent a total of 45 minutes in there between the act and the post-war toilet maintenance and lost any smooth points I had with her for the next several months. In conclusion, pooped in my girlfriend's house and went from knight in shining armor to the poopsmith in 45 minutes. So, what happened with you guys? I reckon it all went down the toilet from there. One time when I was little, I wanted to know what it would be like to be blind, so I blindfolded myself. When it was time to pee, I couldn't see the toilet and accidentally peed on the lid and started crying. Not sure if it was my worst or my best. I was peeing when a big sneeze hit me, which made me fart, which for some reason was followed immediately by a burp, which made me snort in laughter, which gave me the hiccups. You deserve an award for that. Is that what number three is? Burp snort. I once farted at the exact same time someone texted me. My phone was in my front pocket and set to vibrate. For a split second, I thought I'd farted so hard it was coming out front and back. I was walking into a stall in a subway, as in the underground transportation system, when I slipped in a puddle of pee and stuck my right arm into a pile of unflushed crap in the toilet in front of me, soaking my knees in pee, covering my hand above the wrist in the worst case of the runs I've ever seen, and badly spraining a couple of fingers when they caught on the edge of the toilet when I was catching myself. Then I spewed. I was at my girlfriend's house for the second time and things were still rather tense. I got a terrible stomachache during dinner and had to use the bathroom immediately. The layout of their house was in a way that the bathroom was next to the dining room. Not wanting to make much embarrassing noise, I wisely created a nest of toilet paper on the ground to later transfer the poo into the toilet. Squatting down, I began crapping, lost my balance, fell, hit my head on the counter and fell unconscious. I was found in a mess of crap when I came to. I feel like this is an unfinished story. What happened when you came to? Not only will this technique prevent splashback, but it will muffle the sound. For our viewers' convenience, the narrator has followed the link provided by that previous commenter. The technique is apparently laying a single piece of toilet paper on the surface of the water, which does wonders for preventing splash and, by extension, UTIs. Academic Hall Bathroom, Senior Year of College Went to take a crap during class. Did not look at the roll beforehand. Go to wipe. No paper. By myself in the bathroom, so I do that sort of haven't-wiped-my-butt-crab walk to check out the other stall. No toilet paper in there, either. Go to the paper towel dispenser. No paper. Ended up using a handful of gum wrappers I had in my pocket to get enough to walk downstairs to the other bathroom and finish the job. I still have nightmares. Okay, so when I was in the first grade, I went to this hardcore Christian school in Florida, USA. So one day, my class went on a field trip to the library or something along those lines. I just remember them leaving the classroom for about half an hour or so. Anyway, I wasn't allowed to come because the week before I had tied my shoes together in the library, so I got kicked out. So here I am, first grader, alone in the classroom when I feel grumbly in my tumbly. I figure that I have to wait until my teacher gets back before I'm allowed to go to the bathroom, so I patiently wait as the poop pains get more and more intense. Eventually, I'm in the corner, curled into a ball, squeezing my butt cheeks with the force of 1,000 gods. I hear my teacher from down the hall, and as I jump into the air with relief, I crap myself. I straight up crap myself as my entire class enters the classroom. So then, first grader me tries to play it off like nothing's going on, and I sit in my seat and proceed to learn. I'm an idiot. I'd freaking crapped myself. The teacher pulls me out and tells me that the entire class can smell my crap-filled drawers and sends me to the nurse's office while I'm forced to sit on a toilet until my parents can come. I ended up sitting on that toilet with crap covering my legs and crying for about two hours. When my parents finally arrived, I had hives covering my legs from that godforsaken toilet. In conclusion, crapped myself in the first grade, had to sit on the toilet for two-plus hours with crap covering legs, and breaking out in hives. In an Indian restaurant, I went for a pee, and while I was sitting there, I noticed that a few of the tiles were blown, as in they'd come away from the wall. So in my slightly drunken state, I thought, Um, I'll give them a prod. So I did. At that point, a vast quantity of tiles fell off the wall, causing a very loud crash. Everyone in the restaurant heard it. I had to walk back to my table with everyone, including the servers, looking at me. I never went back. When I was in high school, somebody in my family forgot to flush after going number two. At some point, my dog discovered this and proceeded to treat herself to a snack. I went upstairs after I caught a hint of a very foul smell to find the contents of the toilet dragged across the hallway carpet. My mum and I spent the rest of the night cleaning it. The worst part was how sick my dog got. She spent the next few days vomiting up foamy brown spew that reeked like you wouldn't believe. Mine would probably be having a violent period the morning after a night out whilst staying with my then-girlfriend in her dorm room, conducted in her ensuite bathroom with little to no sound insulation. I'd snuck out of bed around 6am, praying to every available deity to leave her peacefully sleeping while I experienced my furious bowel vacation. Regrettably, this was not to be. As soon as I sat on the unfortunate porcelain throne, I unleashed a torrent of gas and liquid not usually experienced outside of volcanic eruptions. This was the pyroclastic flow of crapping. The noise was inescapable, and any attempt to control it just resulted in greater volume, except furnished with an embarrassingly puckered nuance. After the storm, I carefully opened the door, once again silently praying that my girlfriend would be clearly asleep, blissfully oblivious to the tarnation I just inflicted to her bathroom. Instead, I saw her shaking with laughter under the covers. Possibly not the worst experience one can have with a toilet, as Elvis would no doubt attest, but it was extremely embarrassing. I was on holiday in Florida with my girlfriend, now ex, and her family. Went to the toilet in the hotel room when we got there. Crap was too big to go down the crappy American toilet. Blocked and then proceeded to overflow after I attempted a double flush. Janitor was called and the look he gave me when he left the bathroom was akin to a Vietnam flashback. In addition to this, the water leaked downstairs into the lobby. In conclusion, took a crap, blocked a toilet, traumatized a janitor, and flooded the lobby. American toilet? In case you didn't realize, Americans are done with taking Europe's crap. One of my good friends earned the nickname Iceberg by doing just this. Be proud of that crap. Clogging someone else's toilet is almost a rite of passage. It's like being a dog who pees on a fire hydrant to claim their territory. It's your toilet, your grounds now. The best part? You clog up the toilet, they fix it for you. First step in dominating your friends and becoming the alpha. When I was about eight, I accidentally zipped the outer skin of my pee-pee up in my zipper. My mom had to come and unzip me, which was not awesome. Things got pretty mangled up, so we're driving to the hospital, and my mum is yelling at my dad, I told you we should have circumcised him. My dad is yelling at me for being such an idiot, and I'm just bawling my eyes out in the back seat. Good times. I ended up having to get circumcised because the doctor was worried that it would heal up with scar tissue that would cause problems down the line. On the plus side, I got a week off school. At my then-girlfriend's house, and I've got to pee. Excuse myself to take a leak, and I find myself fighting two streams. My pee hole was semi-blocked from my self-pleasure activities conducted a few hours previous. Is there a name for this? Typically, the blockage is only temporary, but on this occasion, the two-streamed dragon did not waver. One stream hit the water as the second sprayed the seat, wall, and floor. In hindsight, I should have remedied the trouble by simply squatting lower. In my panic, I used the only available tool I had, my hand, to bank stream 2 back into the bowl. I spent the next 10 minutes cleaning a good amount of pee off the floor and walls. Definitely the time I got locked inside a bathroom stall in the middle of Moscow. I closed and locked the stall door behind me and commenced my business. A lot of vodka the night before was doing a number on me, and I thought about my girlfriend sitting outside wondering what was going on. A few minutes passed, and when I tried to exit, I immediately saw the latch was broken. Completely broken. It wouldn't engage at all. That's when I noticed the claw marks around it. It was half broken, and there were pry marks too. Clearly, I was not this toilet's first victim. I panicked and started banging really hard. This was one of those stalls that goes all the way to the floor, so I wasn't crawling out. After a few minutes, I was wedging myself against the back wall and trying to kick it out. I was in full-blown panic mode now, stuck in a foreign country, I speak a little Russian, but my teacher never taught me, help me, I'm stuck in the toilet. The Russian word for help is all I could muster up. After 10 minutes, I begin to lose hope. This was deep inside the mall and there was no cell signal on my mobile. So I couldn't even embarrassingly text my girlfriend. After sitting back down and collecting myself, I decided to try and crawl out of the six inch space at the top. I shoved my huge winter coat and all my shopping bags one by one over the top of the stall. Then I begin to try and scale the wall tile These were high ceilings. I fell a few times and I heard a lot of Russian men murmuring. I figured all my purchases would be gone. Eventually, I squeezed over the top and fell 8 feet down on my butt to a lot of stairs. Then I had to explain why I was in the bathroom for 30 minutes. She didn't even believe me when I told her this story. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.